Lifespring Hymn Stories, number 47. He Leadeth Me, written in 1862. I know I should read the Bible, but who has the time? Have you ever said that? I know I have. So I did something about it. I read the whole thing, the entire Bible, out loud, and I recorded it so that you could listen in. Give me about 15 minutes a day. You've got that, right? I mean, how long is your commute to work? Give me about 15 minutes a day, and in a year, you'll have read the entire Bible, the whole enchilada, every word. And if you speak English, I mean today's English, it'll be in language you understand without the these and the thous and the giveths and the eareths. Give it a shot. LifespringMedia.com, the Lifespring Family Bible. All the programs in the Lifespring Media family are made possible by the generous gifts of people like you. Welcome back to Lifespring Hymn Stories. I'm Steve Webb, your host. On autumn nights, as we sleep peacefully in our beds, millions of songbirds travel under cover of darkness, heading south. Somehow, they know their way. God has given them a state-of-the-art internal guidance system. We're more valuable than many sparrows. If God guides His creation, will He not also guide His children? The psalmist thought so, saying, He leadeth me, he leadeth me, in Psalm 23. Dr. John H. Gilmore, son of a governor of New Hampshire, gave this account of writing his famous hymn on this theme. He said, As a young man recently graduated, I was supplying for a couple of Sundays the pulpit of the First Baptist Church in Philadelphia. At the midweek service on the 26th of March, 1862, I set out to give the people an exposition of the 23rd Psalm, which I had given before on three or four occasions, but this time I did not get further than the words, He leadeth me. Those words took hold of me as they had never done before, and I saw in them a significance of which I had never dreamed. It was the darkest hour of the Civil War. I did not refer to that fact, that is, I don't think I did, but it may subconsciously have led me to realize that God's leadership is the one significant fact in human experience, that it makes no difference how we are led or whither we are led, so long as we are sure God is leading us. At the close of the meeting, a few of us in the parlor of my host, Deacon Watson, kept on talking about the thought I had emphasized. And then and there, on a blank page of the brief from which I had intended to speak, I penciled the hymn, talking and writing at the same time, then handed it to my wife and thought no more about it. She sent it to The Watchman and Reflector, a paper published in Boston, where it was first printed. I did not know until 1865 that my hymn had been set to music by William B. Bradbury. I went to Rochester to preach as a candidate before the Second Baptist Church. Going into their temple, I picked up a hymnal to see what they were singing and opened it to my own hymn, He Leadeth Me. Still tis 
Sometimes mid scenes of deepest gloom, sometimes where Eden's bowers bloom by water still, or troubled sea still tears his hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me. today was sung by the London Fox Singers. As always, I'd like to thank Pastor Robert J. Morgan for giving his permission for us to use his books, Then Sings My Soul, Volumes 1 and 2, as the basis for Lifespring Hymn Stories. And of course, you can write to me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com, and I'd like to encourage you to check out the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com. Until next time, may God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb. If you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting LifeSpring Media. Details are at lifespringmedia.com.